first strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. It is episode number 52, Larry. That's like a whole year or a full deck of cards or something. Full deck of cards. Always makes me think of Ricky Jay and his 52 friends. It's worth playing 52 pickup. Or that too. <laughs> what is going on on the West Coast? Is it all good? It's okay. You know, heat's back on. So uh, that's no fun. Yeah, not anymore here. The windows are open. Yeah. It is in the 60s. Absolutely perfect, which means, uh, let's see, if it's in the 60s today, within uh, a couple of days, it'll either be 95 degrees again or snowing. Or snowing. Yeah. That is wow. usually, uh, usually about how it goes here. Yeah. In the beautiful city, just outside of Chirac. You don't want to be yeah. in Chirac because over the weekend, 38 shots, seven killed. That is way down on the shot, but the kill ratio, way better. Way better. 38 special. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hell of a band. I mean, speaking Hell of. Band. Yes. Hold on loosely. Right bands now. that didn't get enough credit or don't or do. Yeah. Didn't last in long enough either. Yeah. Does that make a big. Now, that's an interesting. Yeah. Uh, criteria for a band do you have to make it a certain amount of years or if you have a one-hit wonder is it okay i guess it's okay i mean one of my favorite bands of all time is badfinger and they you know they didn't last too long but uh, god they were awesome they bottled up some magic for a brief stint they did caught lightning in a bottle for sure yeah you never know what's going to happen with rock and roll no sometimes it goes good sometimes it goes bad yeah there is uh, plenty to rage about i was doing a or n unrelenting if i want to be grammatically correct yes last week on friday and i brought my uh personal experience with an ebay buyer Uh oh and the troll room lit up it's like uh no this you're you're doing planet rage right now this is not unrelenting (laughs) so i'm like you're right i am i'm doing tell us about that then because you know everybody's got a, a ebay rage story even i do well see this is exactly it there's no way to avoid it and you just usually hope that it's a numbers game where you can usually tell i'm very very suspect if i have to sell something to someone who has very little if not no feedback at all sure that's always a scary proposition because you're like i don't know this is probably just a scam outright Mm-hmm. or it's somebody that doesn't understand the system in this case that was not this person had 795 and positive feedback and it's like oh, okay well this how Wait, badly 795 uh interact you know like sales you're yeah, telling me that that they have purchased because i don't think this person sells oh. anything oh that's a red flag that's a lot of buying i guess when it's you're- a lot of buying but selling's a different animal <laughs> entirely but that's uh i mean they're buying from me in this case Okay. Because I had. Oh, all right. 
I got you. So, I mean, it's like, okay, it seems like this person knows what they're doing, doesn't have a whole lot of problems in their past, it looks like. And I was just opening up my cabinet here that's right behind me. And there's a lot of stuff that's been sitting in that cabinet for a while. And I'm like, you know, I should just start getting rid of the stuff that I don't use. And the first thing I grabbed was an old modem Mm -hmm. that I switched to the Comcast rented modem which i never used to do because it's like screw comcast why do i want to pay you a monthly fee to rent a modem that i can buy myself of course but then comcast decided to change their system where they basically screw you any which way because they decided to offer unlimited data if you rented their modem so the choice for me was <laughs> right it was it was two choices it was like well well sir you can continue renting your own modem and pay us 50 dollars a month to get unlimited data i don't know what that is today but that's what it was a year or so ago maybe a year and a half you can continue to rent your own modem and pay us 50 dollars a month to get unlimited data or if you rent our modem for like 18 dollars, 15 whatever it is maybe 20 But if you rent our modem, we throw in the unlimited data for free. So it's like, okay, well, that's saving me 30 bucks a month if I want the unlimited data. So I did that. And their modem works fine. So I decided it was time to get rid of the modem that was just sitting in the cabinet. Right. And I guess that was a mistake because this woman bought it on eBay. I shipped it out the same day. Which, where where are you going to get that from an eBay seller? Not not common at all. You know, usually, and they, because they rate you on all of this stuff. They track all of this. And I believe, you know, I had like 72 hours or something to just get it into the mail. Right. To be okay. But she got it in less than 72 hours. She got it two days later. Okay. And the first message I get was, received modem today. It's not working because it won't get past receiving. What can be done here? That was the message. Wait a minute. Won't get past receiving what? That's exactly okay. Thank you. Because I'm like, do you not speak English? Which is possible. Mm-hmm. I got that and I'm like, uh, not sure what you mean. It won't get past receiving. I uh, said, once you have the modem plugged in and connected to the coax cable from your internet provider, you need to call them or log into your internet account, give them the MAC address, and that's how they activate it. Mm hmm. And she responded like immediately. This also is the sign I think of somebody that's a scammer. Ooh. Was that their response was ready. It didn't take a few minutes. They didn't take the information and absorb it. The next message just came like immediately after I sent that. And it was, I did all that. And they said, period. <laughs> okay, I'm a grammatical Nazi. I understand this. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the response was, I did all that, and they said, period. They <laughs> no. said, period. Just yeah, a dot. Right. There's the dot. She didn't type period. There is a period. So the mm-hmm. first sentence in what she responded with was, I did all that, and they said. Then there's a period. Modem is not functional because it won't go past receiving the signal. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, like, responded because I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I, I don't know what you mean by that. So I replied to her i don't know what you mean by that right that it won't get past receiving the signal i'm like i replaced it it was working when i was last using it and uh 
like who's your isp right and she tells me her isp is a isp named blue ridge i've never heard of blue ridge Hmm. i don't think they're very large right and i responded back to her because i looked up her isp and i responded back with it's possible that your internet service provider does not support the modem it is not on their list i gave her a link to the list i said i would ask their tech support specifically about this model and see what help they can offer and her response to that was no they wanted me to rent a doxis 3.1 modem from them or to buy one and it's like well Mm. that didn't just answer my question or yeah (laughs) i'm like okay and i responded back with again contact your isp the modem is as described it's fully functional for isps that support it if your isp does not support the modem it will not work on their network and she responded with and maybe i'm misgendering her too i don't want to do that but uh she says i did call my isp blue ridge they were sending a signal to the modem and it was not received when registering the modem so this is not working for me all right so what does she want a refund well obviously but she never asks Hmm. never once asks just keeps saying well uh, it's not working for me it's like well that doesn't mean it's defective and this is where you know the whole ebay system sucks but i guess we'll get to that in one second you know i just responded back to her again with the reason it's not working is you purchased a modem that's not supported by your internet service provider again it's not on their approved modem list i gave her the list again the the link to the list on her isp's website I said, the modem's not defective. It's fully functioning. It was as described. I'm not sure what you want me to do in this case. Again, I'm, at, you know, I'm like, if you're going to want me to return this, you, one, you have to ask. Right. And two, you're going to have to offer to ship it back to me because I'm certainly not paying for return shipping for something that you just purchased the wrong thing. Right. And the response there was, they are the ones stating to get a modem with Doxis 3.1. Why else would they tell me to buy it? <laughs> I know. And there's the, yeah, the next message isn't even on here. Um, I, I start getting a little testy and I'm just like, you're being dishonest. Well, it, I, it went to from that to she submitted a thing with eBay saying it was not as described. Ah, uh, there you go. So the black guy. Yes. Which is the one that I just responded to her with. You're being dishonest. And then she came back with something like, I don't know what you're smoking. And I'm like, oh. are you an idiot? I mean, this is very clear. Your internet service provider only accepts three modems that are Doxis 3.1 and two that were Doxis 3. That's their list. Five modems. This isn't one of them. Which part of this is hard to understand? Right. So I told her and I responded immediately back to it. It's like I'm telling eBay the same thing and I will contest this because then eBay would make this go on forever because eBay wants Mm. to give people like 10 days to, to respond. But the most interesting thing was she immediately pulled her issue with ebay by going to her credit card company and denying the charge oh so ebay's just like well screw this chick Hmm. and i had to send her this was the worst part about this was now because it was going through the credit card company ebay's like well we give you a chance to reply to the credit card company but due to the current limitations of said system you must do so in one JPEG or PNG image. Which I was like, are you kidding me? There's now and I said, 
you know, I'm somewhat tech savvy. You may have figured out. So I was able to take screenshots of this conversation I had with this woman and then go into a word processor and type out, you know, a couple of paragraphs making my case and then save it all as a PNG file or a JPEG file, whichever it was. But if this was my parents or anybody, I mean, probably even you would be like, well, how do I get text into all of this into one PNG file? It's a, even if you know what you're doing, it's a pain in the ass. Sure it is. And it's like, this is the way the system works. So we're at this point, we're waiting for the credit card company's response. I believe I'm actually in way better shape dealing with the credit card company than with eBay directly on this one. Yeah. Because the only thing it shows in the credit card thing was uh, was not as described. And it's like, well, it was perfectly as described. And what I can was the price of the modem? 70 bucks. And how much to ship? Uh, like 10 bucks, 12 bucks. Okay. Which is the problem if eBay forces you then to take the return, which was the, you know, the only choice with, without going through the whole process of being like, no, she's a lying psychotic bitch. Right. Would have been to say, well, yes, I'll pay the 12 bucks to have it shipped back to me. I already paid 12 going out. So now, I mean, you know what percentage eBay takes going out in the first place, which is like, it's not worth trying to get this back and resell it. At this point, it's right. easier just to take a loss. Right and lose the modem which is the problem with ebay system because they allow people when you're selling stuff to click the little box that says i do not take returns and my buddy gene had a great idea maybe this is an exit strategy which is an ebay type site but with zero returns and zero chance of returns like a big flea market yeah you know it's like okay people you can do ratings and stuff like that people are going to get scammed but people with better ratings you know you can feel better about dealing with them but as a seller i mean at least this happened immediately after the person got it i've read more than a few horror stories of people that wait 30 60 90 days out to be like no it wasn't as described and then they still get the hit which is absolutely insane but ebay system you click the thing that says i do not accept returns but ebay doesn't care about that if the seller is willing or i'm sorry if the buyer is willing to lie and say it was defective or not as described then ebay's like okay we'll force a return it's like well, well then what's the point of having the little thing that says i do not take returns because you know 99.9% 99.9% of the assholes in the world, if they want to return it, will lie. Sure. And say, no, it just it was defective or it didn't work. So there's really, yeah. uh, it's a no win situation. You really have to rely on the people that you're selling to, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. And in this case, I thought, you know, 795 feedback, it didn't look like there was any negative. It didn't look like this was a, uh, a full time scammer, but obviously, this woman's just a moron and she has a very unique name which meant looking her up with the googles right. all of it popped right up so i know where she works and that she speaks three languages and works as an interpreter so it's like wait you don't understand words you know it's like this doesn't no no so we know you know which was the last email that i sent to her through ebay was like well you know no matter what happens we all know you're being dishonest so we'll just leave it at that 
You know, it's like, I just, I just don't understand the mentality. If you would have just said, Hey, you know what? I fucked up. I bought the wrong thing. People suck. Uh huh. They do. This but, is know, the, this is the bottom I mean, line. What? So the exit strategy, I mean, maybe eBay is the wrong platform because I'm guessing I've, though I've never used it, that this, the return thing is not even a, an issue at like only fans, which, well, can you ship some? <laughs> maybe it's a lot harder to, <laughs> which, uh, you which, know, by the way, I saw a thing. Is this possible? It had the, it was, a, it was a chart of the top 10, um, revenue producing, uh, websites. I don't know whether it was in the world or at least in the country. Amazon was number one and fucking OnlyFans was number two. And my jaw just dropped. <laughs> I, I can see that. Holy shit. So the, th- the, 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 the lesson is everybody needs to get into porn. Yeah. Right. Well, this is the, <laughs> the antithesis of what the left wants you to believe, which is uh, everybody's equal. No, they're not. Hot chicks are not equal to the rest of the world. So true. Yes. They They can never have to buy a drink. Yeah. They they can make a lot of money Mm -hmm. by taking photos of themselves. It's like, you don't even need a skill. Nope. You just have to stand there, lay there, do whatever you want and look pretty. But don't get old. Well, I guess there's a, there's a, there's a market for that too, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. There's a perversion for every flavor. Yes. So, but there is, there, I mean, there has to be a better, you know, and that was brought up in other conversations I had about this and it's like, well, what is there? I mean, there's Facebook marketplace. There's a lot of these marketplaces where it mainly relies on you to meet the person in person to, you know, take cash and give the product. And it's like, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I do not want to meet people in person. No. Too many things can go wrong. I mean, I know that most police stations, I believe ours is one that does that, which is, hey, you're more than welcome to, uh, you know, do your deals. You know, as long as you're sell- not selling drugs. Do not, do not be selling your illicit drugs and walk into the lobby of the police station to, uh, to make the deal. Although if you're going to do oh, is that, that right? wait, I've never heard of that. Your, your local police station says, if you want to do a, a deal, yeah, you're welcome to come and do it in our lobby. Is that true? Yeah. So if you're selling something wow. on Facebook or Craigslist and you're, you know, you need to meet to yeah. take the cash and give the thing, they're more right. than happy. Like, Hey, do that here. It's safe. Cause you know, there's yeah. a lot of cops around. That's cool. Then LA doesn't do anything like that. That's very cool. He's <laughs> like, you just go get shot. It's cool. Fuck yourself. Fuck right. you. and maybe we'll t- draw some chalk around your corpse and maybe we won't because we got shit to do. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, so those are the other <laughs> options is to like meet in person, which is like so sketchy. There's been enough stories yeah. about that over the years of people that, uh, you know, go meet. And it's like you have to be relatively smart about where you're meeting somebody. But there was a deal even. uh in a, a suburb or two over from here where they just met in a uh, 7-Eleven parking lot during the day. And the guy ended up getting pistol whipped and, you know, the, you know, just the money stolen that he was supposed to be paying sure. for the laptop or whatever it is. And because uh, that's the other thing. I mean, they know you're bringing cash. So it's like, hey, yeah, Larry, I'll sell you that uh, iPad. Mm-hmm. Just bring a thousand dollars in cash to the back alley behind. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like, no, don't do that. There was even a story of a woman and her daughter that were going to like buy a car or something. And same thing, like walked into the apartment building and all of a sudden there's a bunch of people around him just taking the money and running. Sure. As you said, people are dicks. (laughs) That's the bottom line. 
Yes, they are. People are dicks because <laughs> there's no safe way to do this. There's no safe. You don't know who you're dealing with and relying on humanity not to suck is getting harder and oh, harder. It sure is, especially in urban areas. No question. Yeah, it's not good. No. It's not good. And it's like, this was just a crappy modem. This wasn't. This was not even like it was something good. It wasn't like it was something where, you know, who's going to like try to sell it broken modem. I mean, what's the point? So this asshole, then she, so your, your supposition is that she, she bought this modem from you and then, um, she, she didn't do her due diligence and then to avoid having to pay 10 or 12 bucks to ship it back to you for refund. She just rat fucked you and lied about everything. Yeah. Wow. I mean, what a normal person would do that wasn't a total douchebag would be, I made the mistake, so I'll just resell it on eBay and get what I can. Right. Because you're still going to get something back, but again, by the time eBay takes their fees and everything else, one, I don't buy the playing dumb act of the, oh, well, they said to buy a Doxus 3.1 modem. Mm. Like, well, yeah, but that's like Ford telling you to go buy a headlight for your 1959 Mustang. Right. Not any headlight you're going to be able to buy is going to fit into the uh, into the area that it's supposed to. Especially since there were no Mustangs in 59. Oh, well, there. (laughs) That's how you know it's a scam. Like, that's it. Yes. So if you Uh, see a 1959 Mustang parts on eBay, do not buy those. Don't don't buy that. Unless it's a time traveler who possibly maybe can do uh, can do some magic. (laughs) But that's it. It's like. uh, you know, that's why when I realized that a few of the tickets that my dad had from some Jordan events were worth money, it's like, well, like you have to spend the 50 bucks to get them encapsulated. Mm-hmm. Although the reality is, if the person on the other end then like cracks them and pulls them out of there and crumples it up, it's like, really, is there any proof of any of this? Which is, yeah. which is the hilarity of the eBay system that pretty much comes back to the seller and goes, well, do you have any proof that what they're saying is not true? There you go. That's good. Because what is there? What proof is there? It's like, well, I could take a picture. I mean, let's forget about the modem for a minute, you know, for something else. It's like, well, I could sell them a antique vase and take a video of me lovingly packing it and putting it into a box and sealing it up. Right. But then when the video stops, I take it out and smash it and then put it back in the box. How do you know? You don't know. You don't know. It's all a scam. It's all a scam. I mean, that was my beef with T-Mobile with my kid's iPhone that they said came with a cracked screen. It wasn't cracked when I put it in the shipping envelope. They're like, but can you prove that? And again, even if you had a picture, what would that prove? But then my attitude was when I went back and checked the bills and realized I paid them over $31,000 over the course of the years that I used them, it was like, fuck you. I've paid for that phone many times over. You eat it. <laughs> yes. And that Just is how. And if they're a brain, if they had a brain in their fucking heads, they would have. Yes. They, they don't. Um, Somebody would have said, holy shit, 31 grand versus what's the, what's the cost of this fucking screen? Eight bucks. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Well, yeah. that is how they, that's how the customer service industry, is even bad. with cell phones used to be. I remember, cause this is going back you know, years. So maybe the phones weren't quite as expensive as some of these smartphones are now. No. When I was working for uh, my buddy that owns the flooring store here in the northern suburbs of Chicago, 
Now, they'd give phones to the employees and those guys. Well, to be fair, the boss would lose them and break them all the time, too. Right. But they were paying so much on these bills. You know, as long as you weren't going crazy with it, it was literally like you'd call them up and be like, yeah, I've got a broken phone. Okay, we'll send a new one. Right. No questions asked. Mm -hmm. Because you're absolutely right. You look at what the amount of money they're bringing in on the account. Yeah. And it's possibly hundreds of dollars uh, per month. Sure. I mean, it's gotten a little bit more sane now, which is great that there's some competition in the mobile marketplace. But uh, I don't know that their customer service is just kind of dead. It's it's the whole concept of you're all on your own, no matter who you're buying from. Pretty much. Amazon's not great. I mean, as long as you return it within like a few days, Amazon maybe isn't bad. But for well, you can get screwed, you, you can get screwed in Amazon uh, to, to wit, you know, the, the ongoing saga of my uh, Dell uh, hunk of shit, which is still, you know, sitting basically as a paperweight. Um, <clears throat> you know, when I do fire that thing up and and uh, and uh, re- reboot or reload Windows 10, <clears throat> as you suggested before, of course, I want to uh, you know, drain everything off of there into a, an SSD. And I was looking on Amazon. I haven't bought one of those things in a couple of years. But I thought I'd like to have maybe four, six terabytes, something like that, you know. <clears throat> and I see, you know, SanDisk and Crucial and, you know, the regular, you know, Western Digital, the regular suspects of of, uh, of uh, storage. You know, and it basically looks like it's about 100 bucks a terabyte at this time, right? Yeah, and it's then, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> and I see one. 16 terabytes for a hundred and nine dollars i'm like holy shit i'm all over sign me off for this one <laughs> red flags <clears throat> and then i look and it's all over amazon there's like multiple postings for this shit and every one of them has one star with somebody saying this is complete bullshit it's chinese junk you pull one of these i bought one you open it up there's like a you know a 32 uh, gig uh, sd card in there it's complete bullshit i've reported this to amazon why is it still there but it's still there been there for weeks it's because they allow things to go into previous listings which is i mean i don't know if anybody listening to this show needs the tip but when you're shopping on amazon if you are always make sure it is sold and ships from amazon if you want the best protection that you're not getting something that is not as described because that is the most horrible thing about the amazon system is Yes. I mean, you could be selling your own damn book that you wrote and anybody that wants to sell copies could go on Amazon and be like, well, I've got 10 copies of the Larry Blinder book. I want to sell them. Mm -hmm. And then when people get them, they realize it's like a bad photocopy job or something, you know, whatever it is. It's not legit. And it doesn't seem like Amazon does anything to verify that the third party sellers aren't total scammers. Yes. And with these uh, drives, I've seen this before, and it's genius what they're doing because they're getting people that are just dumb enough to plug them in, look at them, because that's the one thing with Amazon that there is no leeway with. And maybe you've gotten leeway with this. Somebody out there, I have never gotten leeway that if you go past the 30 days or whatever it is of Amazon letting you initiate a return if you want to try that a day late they're like nope can't do it sure 
So the scammers know that. And what they're doing is they take a much smaller card or memory stick, whatever they're using, as you said, and they're somehow screwing with the BIOS. They're screwing with the uh, software on that drive, on that stick. So when you plug it in, it may report back that there's, oh, 10,000 terabytes. Now, if you don't try filling that up within the return window, you're screwed. Course. and they know that yes <laughs> and you know i don't know how amazon lets this go on when i was doing a lot of the amazon reviews the other thing that i thought was one of the ways to uh to really scam people was if you had a page again you could be selling you know larry blydner's mac daddy you know you got that book it's great but you got a bunch of five-star reviews and then you write a new book and maybe it's a piece of crap i mean you wouldn't do that but you could go change that listing from the old book to the new book and keep all of the five-star reviews. Really? Yes. It's like, I'm going to start writing a piece of shit today. That sounds like <laughs> a great idea. It's a great like exit. The producers. Yeah. It's a great exit strategy, but they like pay, pay zero attention. I'm like, I can't believe yeah. I understand allowing minor edits and things like that. If a product changes, but right. total wholesale changes to a product. And it doesn't seem like Amazon pays much attention to that is uh is worrisome yes so it's like you really have to pay attention and check everything you get so you're within the return window to get it returned but also you know be very careful i mean the one time the uh the wife ordered some like butterscotch candies or something this was years ago and rather than being brocks or whatever brand it was supposed to be it was just like no name and it was just in like a bag i'm like yeah. Do you really trust this? I mean, right. Um, there, there's certain things I'll, uh, I'll roll the dice on for oh, yeah. a better deal, but consumables, not so much. Oh, you know, my wife got burned the same way and I forget what it was, whether it was something edible. I can't remember what it was because but Amazon just like the, they pop up like, oh, well, they're cheaper from this yeah. person. Yeah. And then she, she, you know, it arrived and then it was like a month later that she said, oh, let me, you know, um, now I want some of this stuff. I can't recall what it was. Opens it up and looks and well, this doesn't look so good. <laughs> Fucking thing was two years expired. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, this is, you got to be very careful. <laughs> and then there's people like me who are just honestly trying to get rid of a modem and then we get screwed. See that? Because people won't just admit they made a mistake. It's like the fact that this woman, I know we're going right back to that same story, but the fact that she didn't even ask, can I return this? Right. You know, it was just like, well, it's not working. It's like, well, you expecting me to be like, oh, well, it's not working. I'll take it back, even though it clearly states no returns. And you've given me the information that shows me you bought a modem that won't work on your Internet provider. Right. It's always somebody else's fault, Larry. Always. That's America, baby. Have you seen? <laughs> right. Have you seen the video? And I didn't want to pull this video, but okay. it's less than a minute and it showed up in so many places. I'm like, okay, we just have to talk about this briefly, if anything. The, right. the crazy woman in a Walmart who cut in front of a guy and then went nuts because he said something to her about cutting. If you haven't really? seen this, it is. Well, I haven't seen that. Doesn't doesn't sound familiar. It is beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, she is uh, 
masked where nobody else in this Walmart is. I don't know where this is. Right. But she's masked wearing like black jeans and like a gray jersey type 1980s looking shirt with a glittery backpack that was made for like a six-year-old on her back not just carrying it as a purse actually wearing it as a backpack god this is familiar keep going (laughs) something there's something and i've never seen these maybe this is how they make these backpacks there's like the back panel looks like there is a little tablet or screen of some sort that has uh that has lights coming off of it so i don't know if it was like a tablet stuck to it or if this was part of the backpack right but this was her look and allegedly before the video starts that she cut in line at a self-checkout i believe in uh at a walmart or maybe it wasn't a self-checkout because walmart i will give one thing and that is walmart exits and uh the the way they do their uh cashiers are very weird because there's often like two up front and then two in the back so you're like going beyond people that are maybe getting checked out by the person in front but then there's another one behind it it's not a one register per aisle kind of place so i don't know what happened but allegedly she cut he said something and the sound isn't the best but this is her already with two walmart (laughs) employees by her trying to coddle her back into reality i didn't touch you man so okay sick of another man touching me is that what she said i was raped not too long ago and i can't have another man touching me oh to to where this guy is responding with i didn't touch you ma'am right and he doesn't sound out of control or anything. No, he doesn't. And it's like, to me, that is, and I, I, this is not wanting to blame the victim. I know a lot of people are very uh, touchy about this kind of a thing, but when the first thing you're yelling is, I was raped not too long ago, you lose me. The first thing that should yeah. be out of your mouth is, this guy did this. This guy touched right. me inappropriately. What does that have to do with the current situation? Right nothing unfortunate if true but it has nothing to do with this situation exactly and it's like that's where you lose me that's where you show uh, your you know maybe you were uh you know came from the society she was of the right age because i would say she looked like maybe in her 30s okay so i would guess this is the society that grew up thinking hey larry everybody gets a trophy and there are safe spaces Mm -hmm. and then this is what happens when somebody even makes a comment to you because this guy from the video again i understand it's hard to make these uh massive kind of judgments about what type of a person somebody is from a short video but my guess if anything all the guy did was make a sarcastic statement like hey i guess you didn't see me standing here right and that was enough to uh to set her off well no one did that is this a prank I also like that where he's just like, is this a prank? I mean, am I? <laughs> is that what he said? Yes. What he said, is this a fight? Is this a prank? Yeah. Is this a prank? Because he's like, is this Ashton a... Kutcher? Around? Right. It's like, is this something like that? Because this isn't making any sense. It's like what yeah. you're having a reaction. You know, obviously, it seems that this woman is living in a world that nobody else is living in. And that's cool. 
but you can't expect people to buy into your delusions. He won't go away. He, he has to, to go, go away. away. He's the fucking problem. Right. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. The guy she's pulled this before <laughs> yes. multiple times, multiple times. You know, and like, does this the way you get your way? And this is what happens yes, if you cut in line. Sure. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. It's like gynocracy. That's how it works. It's like, how how is this guy the fault? And the guy, the guy again, very calm here responding. I need to leave. No, no, Just no. Welcome. We'll take you to the I still station. got, I still got. And he's like, do I, okay, do I need to leave? And the Walmart people are like, no, 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 no. You don't, you don't have to leave. We're just going to take you to the next register. And then he's like, uh, here. Okay. She threw some of my stuff. Okay. She what? Stop. What did he say? She threw some of his stuff. Threw some of his stuff. So he's what, behind her in the cart. So right. As she was, uh, before he got his camera going, I guess, mm-hmm. she grabbed stuff out of his cart and threw it. Okay. Got it. Which it's like, really? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and he's apologizing then. He's just like, you know, oh, I'm sorry. And that saying saying he was sorry to the walmart woman about this whole situation didn't go well either i'm so sorry sorry. see she's yelling no you're not you're not sorry you're not sorry and this guy i have to give it to him he is very smooth Mm. with the triggers he is very smooth good i like this he is the uh He's the kind that is getting the rage out of her with a smile, which is a, it's a great mm, skill. That's an art. Yes. An art. Well, she wasn't sorry when she cut in line. Fuck you. I didn't see you. To make it. Oh, I just asked her if she saw just anyone leave. in line. Just fucking leave. Just go. That's leave. an adult. You're making it laugh. Let's just fuck up. <laughs> just fuck up. <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> What did, what, did, what did she shriek? What was that? You're making it worse. You're making it worse. You're not giving me what I want. So now I'm going to scream like a fucking two-year-old. Yes. I want, I want to hear that again. Oh, I just asked her if she saw just anyone leave. in line. Just fucking leave. Just go. That's leave. an adult. You're making it worse. Let's just walk up I'm to just you. talking. Walk up to you. Walk with Chris. Walk with Chris. Like this. Just, just to calm everything down. Yeah, I mean. And he's, as he's walking away, you still hear her just screaming in the background. Yep. Like, this is not the behavior of a rational adult. Well, tell me about it. So that's it? That is the clip. And, um, I, <clears throat> wow. Somebody made the comment uh, about the backpack. Yes. And it, and it was interesting because this was all over Twitter. And it was there were, like, people that, and the, whoever posted this when I give them credit for just posting the video, I can't stand. When people post the video with like 20 minutes of them breaking it down, I just want the video so I can break it down. Right. I don't want to do extra work. And uh, in the comments, it was amazing how many people were commenting on this, which it's like, oh, God, that's a waste of time. Stop commenting on YouTube videos. But it was good for content for this show. So great. Um, but somebody mentioned the backpack like being made for an eight year old. And the first response from somebody was like, yeah, she's probably a teacher. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're probably right. <laughs> Got that mentality. Yeah. <laughs> I had a remarkably similar experience. Really? Yes, some years ago, and I, I actually wrapped an app. One of my early episodes about what I don't, I can't remember it offhand, but I'll dig it up and post it on the No Agenda Social if anyone's interested. I was um, 
my daughter was about six or seven. I think my wife is out of town and I was coming home from work and she, my kid was very active in uh, the, the theater at her school, her grammar school. And they would have these, these very long rehearsals for the shows. I mean, they were, they were insane. They were insane. So I'm coming home and I, I stop in a supermarket to pick up, I don't know, something, cup, something for dinner, three or four items most. And I figure I can duck into this supermarket, grab this crap and, you know, two minutes and then I'll, I'll be right there to get her. Cause it's now it's, it's dark in LA and it's cold. It's, you know, January. I think I'm, she's not going to be, I'm not going to leave her for a second standing in a parking lot waiting for daddy. Right. And so I get my stuff and then I go to the express line of which there was one, it's like 10 or 15 items or less, very clear sign lit up right up there, you know, <laughs> big bright lights, 10 items or less, express line. And in front of me is this Cretan. Um, <laughs> and I think dress is a telltale, like this chick yes. backpack, which I didn't see. This one was dressed like, it's hard to say, it's hard to say. You know, you know how like the, the Magellan and those guys used to wear like, were they pantaloons or something? <laughs> they liked like these like balloony pants that came to their knees. Some looked like their, their asses were encased in a silk mushroom, right? Yeah. Stripes. She's got something on like that. And she's about 30 and her, she's on the express line and her, she has a fucking mountain of shit in her car. I mean, it's, it's overflowing. She's got to have two, 300 things piled up. Couldn't be piled any higher. Right. And I'm, I'm thinking, and she's right there. I'm thinking there's that sign. She can see it. <clears throat> I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to put up with this shit. And I just, and so I'm, I'm waiting for the cashier to say, excuse me, miss, this is an express line. Right. Um, you know, but she's I, obviously she's either scared or Buffalo, whatever she's not going to say. So I said, Hey, excuse me. Um, this is an express line. Um, you have, you know, you, you shouldn't be here. It's, there's one over there for, you know, more things. And she looks at me and says, no, I, you know, something like, no, I'm going to be here. I says, no, you, no, you, you really, you, you shouldn't be here. This is, uh, this is for, for 10 items or less. Right. And then, then the cashier emboldened by my, my, uh, <laughs> my backup, she, <laughs> backup. She says, yeah, yeah, he's, he's right. You know, this is not for that, you know, and then she goes, then she starts to lose her shit. And she's, she's piling her shit back on her, on her, on her cart. That's just, but it's already on the conveyor belt. She's trying to stack it up there and it's rolling off onto the floor and so forth. And as she's doing this, being who she is, she has a uh, venti latte. Of course, she's multitasking, you know, she's fucking sipping her, sipping her Starbucks and, and uh, doing this. And she turns around and she looks at me and now that now her face is just a rictus of rage. And she actually says to me, I'm going to throw this hot coffee in your fucking face. <laughs> well, at least you got warning. Yeah. So <laughs> I smiled at her like the Walmart guy pulled my cell phone out of my pocket and said, do it. I'm dialing 911. You'll be in jail in oh, maybe 15 minutes max. So do it. Throw that fucking coffee. Do it right now. And then she really started to fuck. I thought she was going to stroke out <laughs> veins throbbing in her forehead, et cetera, et cetera. She backs the card out, you know, I get into the, the slot, put my three items on the counter, whole time I'm hearing you, you cocksucking, motherfucking this. I mean, she's just like, it's just endless, endless. And uh, people are just stopping and staring at her. And, uh, you know, I get my shit. I go, I pick up my kid. Pretty freaky. Well, rightfully but so. 
Yeah, but the, the she it was complete entitlement. Yeah, this bitch, this sack of shit bitch with her fucking doubloon pants had probably been doing this her whole fucking life, and nobody ever said, "Hey, hey, cupcake." No, 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 you don't get to do that. And that I think just like the Walmart, when somebody finally challenges them, it they can't they can't deal with it. They fucking they come un, unglued. Yeah, and if you don't want to be noticed, you really don't walk out with a glittery backpack with bright lights flashing on it you don't walk around with that if you yeah. if you don't want human interaction i'm just thinking right. that's like the worst thing you could possibly do for one right you know wearing the mask is great too when nobody else is oh because yeah. that's going to protect you now in your case did anybody actually tell her to leave the line because i'm assuming at that point if she would have pulled the oh and look up and go, oh, my God, you're right. I'm sorry. Right. You'd have been like, oh, no, just check out. But, you know, OK, For sure. It's yeah. it's that no, attitude. Was, yeah. She just couldn't handle the fact that somebody had the audacity to call her on her bullshit. Yeah. Like my eBay lady. Like your eBay lady. I should yeah, ask her what she dresses thing. like. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> there's a- what? Send me a picture. Give me a chain bag or a PNG of your backpack. Uh huh. Because <laughs> I'm assuming it's the same kind of a thing. Like, well, why would they tell me to buy it? Doc says 3.1. It's like, yeah. I don't know. Then ask yeah. them. I don't know. Yeah. Ask them. But no, mm-hmm. that is the mentality. And I don't, there's no yeah. way to get around that. And the, not calling people on this stuff does not work because then that just leads to more problems. The uh, John C. Dvorak of the No Agenda podcast, he talked about even trying to be nice to millennials while in a grocery line. This is like grocery line talk now. Um, (laughs) Where he's like, you know, there was, he's like, I was out and then I had, you know, a bunch of stuff and this millennial like comes in behind me and she's got like one or two items in her hand. And I'm just like, you know, you can, you can go in front of me and like refuse to, you know, (laughs) it wouldn't even like make eye contact. And he's like, I just don't because Yeah. Social retardation or what, what, why would they say no? Because people do that to me. I've done it for people. You know, it's great. It's nice. That's the way society should function. Right. But But it's like, yeah, having even have people talking to you is scary for millennials. I guess some you're right. Many cases it is. That's correct. Yes. And it's like, oh, oh, my God, they'd be like, oh, my God, he assaulted me. No, I said, mm-hmm. do you want to you want to go in front of me in line? Because you got like right. two items. And uh, yeah, it's a weird world. It is a it weird, is a world. weird world. Getting weirder every day. The devices, <laughs> the cell phones have caused so oh. much damage to the way people communicate. Yeah. And I mean, this went back to what was. Um, Two and a half men, which was on like, what, 20 years ago now? Something like that. Um, Charlie Sheen, you know, uh, were, when the kid was still little, Jake, him and his girlfriend were both on the couch, like texting each other. And it's like, this is what's this was a joke at the time. Yes. But I think that's reality now. It is reality. It is reality. I'm, I, I recall a, a similar thing in real life at going to a some kind of a dinner event at a at a. Uh, a restaurant over near Hollywood some years ago at the dawn of, you know, like blackberries and the place. One thing, you know, when I go to a restaurant, if I walk in and I have to be shout, I have to shout to be heard, I'll fucking leave. You know, I'll just leave and eat raw hot dogs from the supermarket before I'll sit, <laughs> sit in a place that's, that's that noisy. And this place was, but I think it was my wife's friends. Okay. I'll put up with this shit. 
you know, every concrete floor, concrete walls, concrete ceiling. It had, it had the, 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 the ambiance of a, of a public swimming pool. You know? They intentionally do that. Yeah. And it was fucking horrible. And it was, we sat at a big table for 10, 10 or 12 people, whatever it was. And I, and I couldn't believe it. I said to my wife, look at that. People at opposite ends of this fucking table are texting each other. <laughs> I mean, really, you know? So, yeah. Oh. And I'll tell you what, you think of what was it? Terminator two or three, which one was called the rise of the machines. I don't remember the, which, but yeah, one this, of the, I think it was the third one might've been the third one. Um, you know, some, some slick, uh, artists should redraw that. And instead of that exoskeletal chromium fucking being that, uh, that they use, just redo it as, as, uh, as smartphones, because that's, that's what it is. That's the machine that's risen and taken over. And you dare speak actual verbal words to somebody who's looking down at their cell phone in line then. Oh, oh. yeah. And people just don't know how to, they don't know how to react. And this is again. Yeah. All the anti-bullying bullshit. It's like, one, I don't think people should be physically bullied. I don't think they should be emotionally tortured with words either. But there's a certain amount of this that is just a part of growing up. I mean, we may have talked about here. Maybe it was on a grumpy old Ben's way back. The woman who had a job and her boss told her that you don't spell hamster with a P. And she had a similar reaction to the Walmart lady. And it's like. Because oh, your yeah. boss told you you spelled a word incorrectly. Mm-hmm. This again is what you get yes. when there are too many safe spaces yeah. and people don't believe that anybody should say anything negative them to them at all because that's that's not safe. Yeah. But uh, since you mentioned the woman in front of you having the Starbucks coffee, I had a little just a quick coffee quote from Joe Rogan and uh, oh, comedian boy. Joey Diaz that I think you'll like. Okay. Everybody wants to fucking be cool and drink that fucking coffee. Go yeah, to fu- have you ever had someone look at your cup and go, what is that, fucking coffee bean? What, you can't afford Starbucks, bro? Yo, step up to no, the Starbucks. But you, why would you Dunkin wait on... Donuts, bro? Why would you really? wait on that line? I mean, 7-Eleven got the same fucking coffee. No, I don't. No, it's it that same... Listen, that Brazilian bold will keep you up for three days. That's what Isis drinks. Don't tell me my fucking business. We think Isis drinks fucking... Take coffee? Fuck you. They drink fucking... Brazil. You ever drink Brazilian... You ever drink Brazilian bold from fucking Dunkin' Donuts? Fuck you. Fuck you. Dunkin' Donuts. Fuck everybody. Fuck all you dumb motherfuckers. That pay ain't the high. <laughs> Look at me, antibiotics and anti fungus. Go to Dunkin' Donuts and get that Brazilian fucking bowl. They come back and see me. That's liquid fucking meth. This guy, this Joey Diaz yeah. kind of he, he reminds me of your buddy Scott Lobito. A little bit. I'm on definitely on Team Joey. I haven't set foot in a Starbucks in years, man. That fucking place. And I gotta say, man, Dunkin' Donuts coffee is almost anybody's coffee is better than Starbucks. If do if you do a cup by cup comparison, Starbucks almost always loses. You yeah, haven't stepped foot in a Starbucks in a long time, but that's because they have drive throughs yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's yeah. the thing. But we uh, back in the day when my dad was still out working, and you know my mom was still getting around a little better. They had the Starbucks app on the phone, which they shared with us. So it was like free coffee. So it would if you if you want incentive to go to starbucks somebody else is paying for it right was good mm-hmm. uh but we finally turned off the auto replenish that was on there and when right before my wife left her other job they were doing a promotion with starbucks gift cards and they stopped doing it 
So the boss was just like, yeah, I don't want them. Take them. So we had like 85 bucks in Starbucks gift cards that we have to spend. So once those are gone, I don't think we'll be going back to uh, yeah. to Starbucks. But when it's free, when it's free, it's I'll drink it. Yeah, but, well, uh, that's okay. Yeah, I decided to stop giving him money when they um, when Howard Schultz instructed all his uh, his employees to to um, to talk cost customers and say, let's talk about yes. race. <laughs> that's how i'm done i'm not here to talk about race i get coffee i want I'm right coming here anymore i need yeah. caffeine i don't want to yeah. talk about race no i don't want to talk about race at the uh, 7 15 heading into fucking gridlock traffic in los angeles uh-huh nobody's in a yeah. good mood at that point no one no no one wants to talk about race nobody i mean you should at least wait till the people have had their caffeine fix before asking them to talk about race maybe maybe but it's, it's better left out of the world of commerce really Oh, of course, which is why it's still, and it's like, I'm not willing to go the full route of, I would never buy anything at Target, but it does annoy me that the first thing when you go to Target and click on there, show me all the categories on your website, the first one is black owned businesses. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Mm. And I'm like, well, one. If you want me to believe that most of the people in this country are racist assholes, wouldn't you be hurting the business for those black owned companies? Because wouldn't people be using that for the opposite reason? Like, oh, well, let me see what not to buy. Yeah. But no, nobody wants to use that kind of logic where that maybe uh, just compete based upon how good the product is. You don't want to do that. Yeah. And our local grocery store, this I thought was very weird. Got an email from them today, as we do, because we use them for the, uh, to do our grocery ordering. So, you know, okay, get coupons, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they have a few things in, uh, you know, you can buy t-shirts. They'll have, you know, here in Chicago, you can buy, you know, White Sox sweatshirts, which would be like 95% off now that they sucked again this year. <laughs> um, you know, all this kind of stuff. So, they're, you know, you could buy coffee machines. And so they have some, a little bit of everything. So they're a grocery store, but they got a bunch of other stuff. And today's big ad was for a new apparel line that is a self, you know, a a private Meyer grocery line. It is called Common Identity. We all fit together, Larry. We all fit together. Holy shit. Uh-huh. Holy shit. Introducing the fuck. Just make it the hive mentality, man. Why fucking beat around the bush? Uh huh. Common, Common identity, identity apparel, it says, is Fuck a off. gender-free line of athleisure wear. That's athleisure. Casual. There's a guy. I've never heard that word. I'm an athleisure. Have you ever heard this before? I've never heard this before. Holy shit. Who thinks of this shit? It's like, I get it. There's athletic clothing. There's leisure clothing. I've never heard athleisure. Wow. So that's when you want to get into shape but you'd rather sit on your ass yeah. <laughs> you need some and, and, and wear, wear a jogging suit that says Fila or adidas or some shit i guess right <laughs> made <It's>, of allure <laughs> it says it's athleisure wear that's casual athleisure. cool and comfortable available in sizes xxxs to 3x and i'm like yeah but 3x what because i'll tell you i could fit in a 3x t-shirt if it's a men's 3x right but if it's a 3X woman size, you know, this is where the gender bending's getting a little confusing. Yeah. It doesn't quite say what it is. And it's like, it mainly looks like 
you know, t-shirts and sweatpants and stuff. But the text to this was all in lowercase, no matter our gender, period. Wow. Size this is from a fucking supermarket that sells food and this shit. Yes. And that actually, to be fair, it may wow. be a, com- a comma, but it says no matter our gender, size or ethnicity, this mm. brand is for you and for everyone. Mm, no. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, and why do I want something that's for, you know, again, this like it's okay. It's a black shirt. I'll tell you, my wife has taken black guys t-shirts forever and warm it's you don't need to put a tag on there that's like common identity we fit everybody (laughs) i don't get it i just don't get the concept like uh, should men be walking into the women's section now i guess that's what they want yes of course we are one we are one we are one (laughs) it was just such a very weird thing for a grocery store to be like hey we're gonna go into this market yeah i don't get it I do not get it. I never will get it. I don't mind having clothing for all sorts of different types of people. That's great. I don't know why you want to put everybody into. I mean, I thought that should kind of be hateful. You know, that was my first reaction to this was I thought we were supposed to embrace the diversity, not be like, we are all the same. You're right. The hive right. mind. So which is it? Yeah, good uh-huh. point. Are we, you're right. Are we supposed to be applauding diversity or are we all supposed to be the same? I'll just say they'll say any shit. Pretty true. Pretty true. Um, Now, would (laughs) Scott on individuality go right into this? uh, Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. It's well, it's a little deeper than individuality. But yeah, I think this is a good time to segue to Scott. Yeah. Oh, it's always a good time. Yeah. To segue to Scott. Yeah. And if you're out there, Scott, give us a ring. We'd love to have you on the show. Really? Yeah. Hey, boys and girls. Today's advice goes out to my fellow artists out there who have such great fucking genius work, have worked so hard to get your work out there, sell and make money to make more art, but you're stuck because you're in the club. See, I told the art club to go fuck themselves 30-something years ago because I wanted to be an individual. They don't accept you unless they like you. You You have to follow their elitist isms in order to succeed. And that's not what art is supposed to be about. See, here's a perfect example of why you should be like, fuck the art world. Hunter Biden. (laughs) You know where he's going. Yeah, well, you know, art, it was always when it was, uh, I guess, in the heyday of art art, and art, I'm sure they they were a great band for a while. Yes. It was about being anti-establishment, not, you know, pro. It's like Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, mm. but now they love Joe Biden, so it's like, uh, where's what, what? I don't quite get. Rage Against the Machine loves Joey. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does that not be like? Uh, do you not? Do you not get it? That's why I will give mega props to Sir Elton John. Not my favorite artist of all time, but he has written some songs that I really like, and I can tell you, you know, again, not loving that type of music as my favorite i can still tell you he's very talented as a performer and a a piano player and he got an award this past week what did he get the medal of honor freedom what what did he get i don't remember if it was the highest honor because i know there's you know musicians have gotten that you know the the they just said the medal of honor which it may have been because it was you know he got it from joey so that was had to be pretty important 
But while he was at this uh, event, and it was not just a uh, a White House event because Jenna Bush, I believe it was the daughter, and Laura Bush were also at this because it was a part of like this whole AIDS Foundation. And Elton, in his speech, said that you know he was kind of sorry that his buddy George Bush wasn't there because he had did so much, he had done so much as president to take the AIDS situation, you know, unlike Fauci, and actually make things better and to get research really uh, funded. And he said, you know, told Laura Bush, he's like, yeah, when you go home, make sure you give him a big hug for me. Thank him. And uh, he made a comment saying, I wish all of this stuff was way less politicized and partisan. And it's like, God bless you, Elton John, because that's what the world needs. Hmm. Interesting. And as I think I've mentioned before, he played Rush Limbaugh's wedding. So how much of a uh, how much of a bad guy can uh, Elton John be? And I think Rush got the same medal couple of years back yes right did. before he passed away yeah. which rightfully hmm. so it's like not everything has to be partisan you don't have to pick and be like all oh, those people are evil i mean i remember when uh before well then she got canceled you noticed that uh ellen got canceled but it wasn't uh it was only a year or two before she got canceled that she was at a football game or something and was was seen making pleasant conversation with george bush could you believe that yeah I mean, people yeah. are nuts it's like this woman in Walmart. She sees that. She goes screaming like, I can't. Ellen was talking to George Bush. <laughs> and they go nuts. And they go nuts. But uh, with art, it's like the whole point of art was not to have an art community. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Because when he said art club, I'm like, well, is this like a specific organization or some sort? But it's like then I'm like, OK, this is just in general. He's talking about the art community. Yeah. And it's like you can live on the outskirts of that. It's not easy, though. It's a closed shop. I mean, what he's talking about here, as you hear the clip continue, is, you know, this is it's everything is a click. It's a club. It's a tribe. It's a cult um, from the United States government to, uh, you know, various occupations, unions, the medical cartels. It's really it's become so fucked up. Um, there's no uh, unless you're a member of any given club, you're fucked really you're not accepted is that the is there the rest of this the scott sings or is that something different no no no. there's oh is that where the clip did i did i fuck the clip up and said (laughs) it was shorty is that the end of that's where it ended with hunter biden oh shit gee larry you know i thought you were a professional podcaster i thought i was too um (laughs) god damn it i'm so pissed where does he go Um, from there he goes from there to say how um how uh that uh let me just see what i've got here Checking the notes. Yeah, I've, you pulled a Dvorak. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. Um, you know, I don't know what the fuck I did. Well, anyway, what he goes on to say is that Hunter Biden, um, you know, came out of nowhere, um, and suddenly he's an artist because he got the uh, the blessing right. of the of the, of the art community of all these douchebags that own the high end galleries, and suddenly you know he made you know got whatever it was half a million bucks off his junk. Oh yeah, and then vanished again. And that's so true. I've known a couple of professional artists and it's, it's a horrible industry because of that, that very reason, because they have to like you, you have to, to, to share their politics and everything. Or you're going nowhere as an artist. And what Scott continues to say is, you know, you basically, you be you, fuck them. Uh, you can do it without them. And I guess he is. I guess, I guess Scott's doing all right and good for him. And I apologize for that clip. 
oh no problem i brought uh i brought clips that just <laughs> didn't work so i mean that's uh yeah. this is the beauty of technology yeah not everything always works but you know there is the internet that one good thing that has come from the internet is that you have the ability to find fringe groups of people that are off the mainstream mm-hmm. that will support artwork will support things like this podcast where you know others may not and yes which is why the no agenda stream works really well there's a lot of shows on there which are people that are all part of a community and kind of know each other and kind of talk to each other in a you know not while well, it's not private because it is in the uh, fediverse it's more of a kind of a little corner of the mm-hmm. internet sure and which is good because uh you know there are there are things in the mainstream that a lot yeah. of people do not like this reminds the scott thing and i was going to relate a story my favorite artist one of my favorite artists I shouldn't say my favorite um was andy warhol and not because of what he put on canvas or acrylic or anywhere else because i really wasn't crazy about that but it was the way the way warhol operated and he he became you know sick rich in his lifetime which few artists ever do right okay because he was he was wily he 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 had a head for business as well as art right and there's this fabulous story i've seen a bunch of his uh, gallery stuff and uh, some years ago they um there was a <clears throat> There was a great uh, video of of stunts that he pulled back in in the day when he was a big deal, mostly in New York. And when the New York World's Fair opened, they had a New York State Pavilion, right, back in 64, 65, I think. And it was a five or six-sided building, right? So it had all these massive panels, and somebody got their great idea, said, I think it was five panels, pentagram. Hey, let's let's get Andy to draw... um, portraits on these panels right of five famous new yorkers so he did and he he had he had uh cloaking erected around the scaffolding so nobody you never reveal the art until it's ready right Right. so nobody have to have the big reveal the big reveal and and andy knew this he was a showman so he had he had cloaked all around the the entire circumference of this very very large building uh for these five portraits of five famous new yorkers and the just the day before the day of whatever they open, they get all the fucking dignitaries, the governor, the mayor <clears throat> to, for the big reveal, they drop <laughs> the sheets around the building and the five famous New Yorkers up there are lucky Luciano. <laughs> um, it, like the three or four mafia dons and a couple of serial killers. Well, and I they mean, they are fuck, famous. I mean, there's they are famous, and they were all from New York. They go fucking ape shit, of course. You know, get those, get that shrouding back, or this is an outrage. Blah 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 blah. Right, and then they start screaming. You know, we're gonna fuck you over. All of the saber rattling and the threats go on. But, but in Andy's contract, he was like I said, he was already a big deal in the art world at the time. He stipulated that not only did they have to pay him for the uh, the artwork. They had to pay him to take it down. <laughs> genius. So genius. So he just hired a couple of monkeys to go up there with, uh, you know, rollers and whitewash and presto, you know, in a, in a day, uh, it was just, they just had a five-sided blank building. That you was double handy. dip. That was beautiful. Smart dude. Yeah. 
And so people just can't take a joke. This is where <laughs> if you're giving somebody the parameters, it's like you have to know yeah. who you're dealing with, too. Yeah. Because if you're like, well, yeah, five famous New Yorkers, you'd be like, hmm. Yeah, you might want to be like no serial killers, no rapists, yeah. no politicians. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, you know that at the time, probably the mayor and the governor, a few of these assholes showed up for the unveiling thinking, I've been on one of those panels. Oh, yeah. One. <laughs> Hoping. <laughs> of they course. Want, they would have put a little extra money behind it to uh, yeah. to make that happen. Oh, yeah. But art <laughs> has to reflect reality. And the reality is. There are a lot of famous people that are famous for bad reasons. Yeah. You know, there's enough assassins that you know the names of. And it's like, yeah, that's because of the way the world works. You know, if you didn't, if you didn't take out the infamous folks, I mean, like Chicago. I mean, if you were going to be like, who's the most famous person in Chicago history? It's like Al Capone. It's not even close. Question. Who was also actually a native New Yorker? Well, see, there you go. Coney Island. Yeah. I mean, he may have been one of them on it. He probably was (laughs) one of them on Andy's uh, building. Probably. Yeah. They, they, they shipped him to Chicago to sort of shape that place up. And he did. (laughs) Oh, he he changed the course of, uh, of Chicago. No doubt about it. Yeah. But Scott sings. I'm kind of worried about this. What's he singing? Um, well, I just thought, you know, we've been, this is episode 52 and I don't think we've ever had a little musical break. And so Scott <laughs> provides that in his usual style. That's funny. So, Cause I actually have a, a couple of, mu- well, one main musical thing today as well. This is, oh, cool. This That's is like great. Minds think alike. Yes. There we go. Hey boys and girls. I'm feeling musical today. A little extra post for you. This goes out to all you haters out there who spend too much time of your life when it's a beautiful sunny day in the basement. I hate him. I hate what he says. Let me trigger him with this and that. It doesn't bother me, your comments, because you are ignorant towards our righteous truth that I deliver to you. So this is a little tune for you. Ukulele? There it is. So, yeah, he picks up a fucking uke, which clearly isn't in tune. He can't even play, but he just like plucks a couple of strings to tune himself in, which is pretty funny. Guy's got good, good uh, comedic chops. Yeah, well, you could tell it's all you needed was that one pluck and you're like, oh, ukulele. Yeah, dunk. <laughs> or it's just sad that I can recognize that at one little, uh, <laughs> one little noise. Oh, it's a guy. He's got a ukulele. This could only lead to a yeah. happy song. Right. It's going to make us think of the tropical islands. Yes. How many folks do think that I give when you comment on my page? The answer, my friend, is I don't give one fuck. <laughs> the answer is I don't give a fuck. So, fuck off. Good rhyme. It's, it's, it was like, uh, there you go. I played a track the other day. It was a white snake song uh, and it was a cover of the ZZ top song tush, mm-hmm. but they changed it to tits, which I thought was just genius. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, good. They're, ass, yeah. they're not going to play that on the radio, but it's definitely, it's yeah. definitely good. Coverdale just turned 71 a couple days ago. Did you see that? That is where that was the reason for pulling that song out. There you go. On the rock and roll pre-show. It's like, oh yeah, there was, there was a few rock and roll birthdays. Yeah. It's, it's sad when these guys, you're like, Ooh, that's old 71. Uh, 
Although I was watching a uh, the album release party, whatever it was called, for Todd Snyder, one of the best folk singers out there. But he did a live stream from Nashville and had uh, Ramblin' Jack Elliott on, who is like I remember hearing that name. I've heard stuff throughout the years. He's ninety-two years old now, and it was still able to actually play a guitar better than some. So. It was like that is pretty damn impressive. But uh, yeah. speaking of the rock world, this was from a clip just a couple of days ago. And this is not the first time Bruce Dickinson of the uh, the Iron Maiden boys. Not the first time he's excoriated a crowd for something. Which is always kind of fun. I mean, I, I appreciate the artists that will yell at the audience. <laughs> There was one uh, in Greece not too long ago that somebody set off a, like a, you know, flare, like you would off a boat, you know, if you're lost. Mm -hmm. Somebody set one of those off on an indoor arena. Ooh, not good. No. So he was a little upset about that. This one, he was, I guess everything stopped because it was some big dude was trying to like crowd surf and that wasn't going well. But then it, Mm. uh, then it took a turn into the people. Maybe maybe smoking a little too much grass at the uh, front of the stage. I don't know what it is. I mean, you know, there's so many people smoking so much fucking dope down here. I'm amazed you can even see. Poor old Steve, you know, I don't know if you know, but he absolutely fucking hates marijuana and the smell of it, all right? So when he's trying to play bass, it fucks him up. So it fucks me up. I'm a singer, right? So, duh. So, if you got, I would just ask, tiny bit of respect. If you want to go get completely stoned out of your fucking mind, go out the back and do it. Alright? Otherwise, you're going to end up like this fucking knucklehead here going, oh, <laughs> and exiting, pursued by a man at Shakespeare, never mind. Whatever. Anyway, as for the rest of us. I thought that was kind of funny. You know what? I'm totally on that guy's team. I fucking hate the smell of grass. Always yeah. have. And it and, can definitely uh, it, interfere with your enjoyment of a concert if the no people question. around you no are. Question. And you're yeah. not into it. Yeah. And every fucking concert I've ever been to, it's like, oh, shit, here we go. Somebody's got a fucking bone up. <laughs> it's like, go, you know, three like, rows back. And then you're enveloped in that shit. And it's awful. Yeah. I'm with him. You're like, I don't mind if you do it, but just can you, maybe we need a smoking section again. Or you yeah, need- I mean, that's a, you know what? That's a fucking great idea. Yeah. You're right. Especially where it's legal now. I mean, that's fine mm-hmm. if they want to allow yeah. that or, you know, you just have a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's the area you go to. Well, the thing is, you know, if you lit up a cigarette or a cigar, they oh, yeah. yell over you like, you know, get the fuck out of here. We're calling the cops. But for grass, that's <laughs> oh, okay. Cause you're, you must be cool. Cause everybody's right? getting mellow. Get yeah. yeah it's it's again it's a very self-centered world all the way oh. around oh yeah but we are a value for value show and we're not so self-centered because we have a lot of people supporting this show today all right which is very much appreciated mm-hmm. which uh if you want to get involved in the value for value model you can go over to planetrage.show slash donate all of the information is there our buddy david hunt he was trying to get in on the last show which was number uh, 51 because mm-hmm. he came in with 51 dollars, and i sent him an email i'm like oh dude i would didn't i normally check like right before the shows right. to see what's come in 
but I did an unrelenting like right before lunch and then went to lunch and then came back and did this show. So I didn't check it. And his response was, I meant to get in $50 for your 50th show, but forgot then 51 for your 51st show. Then it was late. So happy 52. I guess my donation finally reached an inflection point. And I'm like, well done. <laughs> You've been paying attention. Oh, cool. Thank you. Those damn inflection points. Those inflection points. They're all around us everywhere you go. Yeah. Coming in with 3333 Chris Vox, otherwise known as Sir Chris Vox, if you're around No Agenda Nation. He says, I've been listening for a while. Sorry for being a douchebag. I love Larry. The show is awesome. I'm thinking, Chris, uh, buddy, what, you love Larry. That's great. But, you know, he's only half the show. It's, uh, and a smaller half at that. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't go that far. But uh, he didn't include this. But you need and everybody needs to go check out his band, which is uh, hairballonline.com. Well, I like that name. They are like 14 bands rolled into one. And they do like a whole set. And if they're playing a Prince song, it'll be like everybody's dressed like Prince. If they're doing, you know, uh, Motley Crue, they look like Motley Crue at all. Oh, that's fun. And, you know, Freddie Mercury, that whole thing. And I looked and there is a, a quick demo, which is where the music joy comes from. There was a demo of Chris, who's the singer. I don't know if there's other singers, but Chris is one of the singers, at least. And uh, here's an example of his work. Are you ready for a hairball party? Who is Come it? On! has some uh, pipes holy shit he's got some rock rasp man he's great yeah everybody that needs to good, check out man, really hairballonline.com i mean they're on tour wow, like all the time they're all over the wow. place because <laughs> then he does all sorts of different ones he's done in a track that he had, was covering a rat song he's got that rasp down but i think also does the you know the prince thing and the freddie mercury thing and uh really it takes talent to be able to get into those different mindsets. So he's a vocal chameleon. You tell me he can do the, the mercury thing and seems really? like it. We may need wow. some jingles right here, Chris. Uh, we may, yeah. we may have that coming out, but everybody needs, again, this is a totally non paid for. This is just value for value. He was sending some value yeah. back to us. And I'm like, everybody, you got to check hey. this guy out. Thank you. I want this. That was excellent. Check that out for sure. Our buddy, Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley, coming in with his $20 monthly. Thank you, Sir Sean. Which is very much appreciated. And then Kenny Ben, Kendra Lamont. Uh, Kenny Ben. Coming in with $10. Let me pull this up here. So we're ready for this. She says, Darren and Larry, where's my tinkle of appreciation noise? <laughs> oh, God. So. XO. So I, I pulled this. Let's see if this works. 
there's your tinkle of appreciation. That's 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 good. But you know what? I'm gonna get the damned. Um, I'm gonna get the ways tinkle. The uh, oh, even better. I like, I like it better than your. What that was okay, but was what what bugged me about was like those little uh, what like violin plucking things going on behind the tinkling. That sort of <laughs> that barked it into like an old episode of Bewitched or something. Yeah, me, yeah, you're right. right. That does have that vibe to it. You know, I want I want the pure the pure magical tinkle of of uh, of Way's Karma. So I'll, I'm going to get that for the for uh, the next show, and we'll we'll have that. You have to look that one. It's got to be out there, there, right? I mean, that's all uh, there somewhere. Got to sure. be a, it has to be a non paid for kind of sound effect. As uh, yeah, if I can't find it, I'll drive around for three hours until <laughs> I get the Way's tinkle. So even it's gas is six bucks a gallon that is dedication <laughs> our buddy Stu coats coming in with the non satanic six dollars and 66 donation that is appreciated uh, thank you Stu. and we got some satoshis uh while we were doing the show here weirdo came in with one that just said gg which mm. uh 3333 sats and uh, net net with 3333 that says triggering boost oh boy we like to trigger net net and we have, uh, of course, Comic Strip Lawyer with 15,033 sats. Thank you, CSB. He says, Howdy, Larry and Darren. I invite your audience to our podcast about artificial intelligence narrated by Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent in England. Just enter in your web browser or any podcast app, AI.cooking. Stay safe with St. Patrick as your Irish folk. And by the way, my cartoons are at www.csb.lol, all available as NFTs, too. Yo. That's like 14 Yo. different ads in one CSB. He really packs it in. He impressive. Does. He does. And uh, yeah, St. Patrick watches over all of the Irish, I think, CSB. Yes. And keeps the snakes away from us, too. That's true. Snakes yes. of all sorts and all sizes. All sorts. Yes. Unless you're in the, out, <laughs> out, the checkout line at uh, oh, Walmart the or, yeah, or at the oh, supermarket, yeah. then then you just you just need a really big stick, I think. Probably. Yeah, but we appreciate everybody for listening and supporting this show. It's a pretty good week. Maybe we're maybe we're on an upturn, which yeah, is hard to believe. Well, I think I saw you know before we logged on, I was you know I I was on the uh, Noah's Agenda Social, and a lot of people were saying, "Hey, where the hell are you guys?" Uh, I guess they weren't aware that we'd shift. We time shifted right our start time to eleven Pacific, which I said you know et cetera. Well, if they would have paid attention, I mean, last week we found out that moving you from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. amped up the rage by like 10 times. Absolutely. Yeah, I've never been a morning person, so the later the better. Yeah. (laughs) The the more rage comes out. That's what we're here for, to get everybody. It's just a journey through the insanity of what's going on in the world. Hopefully by uh, next week, I'll know if the the credit card company is going to side with me or somehow still side with the psychotic lying ebay buyer unbelievable if, if somebody has the ability start that website I, I can't believe this doesn't exist and maybe it does and i'm just n- missing it or something but i can't believe there isn't an ebay maybe it's the all the illegal stuff you know the words yeah like, probably some what is it dark web stuff right maybe? shit like that yeah. where it's like there's no returns you pay in crypto the money's never coming back yeah i would prefer that as crazy as that sounds to uh to dealing with the ebay system but yeah. we'll see how that goes anything special on that larry show this week any teasers coming up 
Uh, I don't know yet, but uh, if you've missed the previous episode, you should not. It was called Pimp of the United States, which spells POTUS. <laughs> and um, there is a uh, one of my masterwork thumbnails of Joey decked out like a uh, a pimp. And um, it, it, people have seemed to dig the, the show. What happened was I was watching a, uh, a documentary about a very famous pimp I'd never heard of. Some guy called himself uh, Iceberg Slim. Well, that's a pretty his, cool name. It's cool. Of course, being all pimps are scumbags. And, and, and of course, his act, he completely made that name up. His, his real street, street name had, was Kavanaugh Slim. Not nearly as cool. No. When he became sort of famous. Anyway, I watched this thing, long story short, I thought, you know, this, this fucking guy, all he, he can't do, he couldn't do anything but, but bullshit. He's a lot like Joey. And Joey is really an American, the, the most successful pimp of all time. And we are now his whores. And you need to listen to my episode to find out why that makes perfect sense. Yeah, you are not wrong. I mean, Joey has made a lot of money. Ton of money. On the backs of everybody. Yeah, and it, it, you brought up the Elton John clip, okay, which is so, it, 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 so, so much uh, makes it evident the way this fucking Cretan thinks when he does think is he says to Elton, um, you're the guy responsible for American taxpayers uh, picking up $6 billion a month in AIDS research, right? So not that there's a bad thing about doing AIDS research, but Joey regards the American public as a fucking piggy bank for whatever he wants. Yeah, that's that accurate. Was such a telling comment. That is accurate. Yeah. But we don't. Joey didn't remember who the president was that was spearheading all of that. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's inconvenient because it's not somebody on your team. So right, uh, right. Which is where Elton John, God bless him, saying that things should be way more bipartisan. Yeah. And that's how the country. I mean, I know maybe I'm just naive, and maybe it's just looking back with rose-colored glasses or something, but. It does seem that the two sides used to fight like hell every four years for the presidential election. Maybe there was like a three month period where the gloves were off. But then the other three years and nine months were kind of like, let's try to do the right thing for the American public. That was then. But it, it, that was actually the way it was, right? I mean, I'm not yeah. just imagining that. No, you're right. It was, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, there was some backstabbing and info fighting going on, of course, all the time. But not to the extent now. It's just gridlocked. It's never going to get better. Never. Which so. explains all the rage, Larry. Yeah, it does. It People ex- are pissed. It yeah. explains it all. Yeah. So join us again next week. Same rage time, which is Thank 1 you. p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Pacific, right on the Mighty No Agenda stream. And we will rage with you. U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going to shit.